Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace, podcast number 600. These two fellas right here, me and Cap, you know, God has done a really awesome, wonderful work in our lives. Each of us, having had some sort of life in the past in in the legalistic church, and God did some miraculous stuff, just sharing this good news of the, of the true gospel with us. And and all we want to do is uh, to share that with people. And so uh, this week on the podcast, we're just going to go back a little bit and, and share how some of this got started in our lives and, and why and how and who and, and whatever. We did not have anything planned actually, for this. We're just going to be spontaneously sharing our hearts. So I'll turn it over to you, Mr. Kapler, and see if you want to get started on this. This is Walter Gesundheit. The year was 1994. Bless you, (laughs) Gesundheit. (laughs) It's nothing to sneeze at. Um, Let's start. It, It was 1994, and I had come to a place in my life where I I couldn't deny God's reality. Don't get me wrong on what I'm about to say. God's reality in my life, I knew that to be true. My faith wasn't wavering. It wasn't anything like that. But I came to a place of dissatisfaction, frustration, feeling like some of what has been taught in Christianity throughout various denominations and evangelical or otherwise, it just wasn't adding up. And I couldn't tell you a, a list of things that bothered me. I just knew in the back of my mind, it, it was somehow within my heart, that some of what was being taught just wasn't adding up. It wasn't making sense. The dots weren't connecting properly. And so I'm not saying every little thing, but a lot of it. And so I didn't really know what to do with that. And I ended up going to a church one Sunday that I had previously attended once upon a time. So I knew the pastor there. And uh, I was attending another church, and I I really just didn't know why I was going there. I didn't think it out too much. I just went. I sat in the back. And it turns out the pastor had crossed a bridge that I was just getting ready to cross, the Grace Bridge, because he started teaching some things in that sermon that were very new and different uh, from a new and different perspective than what I had heard on the subject before. I won't go into the details of the sermon But needless to say, it was something that opened the vault to where many of the answers to my questions were hidden. And I began to see something I had not previously seen before. And you got to remember, Joel, I came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ at a pretty young age, around the age of 10, and didn't spend a lot of time in church. My parents didn't go to church much. And I they kind of came from a, a different background than, than what I understood the, the Bible to be. So I was kind of on my own in many ways until I got older and started attending some churches. And, and I look back on that now, and I, I see where God almost kind of put me off to the side somewhere to keep me from being exposed to some of that stuff. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong to go to church. I know some of what I'm going to say is going to be misunderstood here. It just turned out that turned out to be the path that God took me down. And I can look back now and, and see why. But here I am now in 1994, and I come to this grace bridge, 
And of course, you know, we Christians, of course, we know the gospel is about grace, right? I mean, it gets preached at least on special occasions, Easter, Christmas, things like that. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I mean, grace, Bible, it all kind of goes together, right? But uh, I was one of those people, Joel, that uh, I knew that salvation was supposed to be a gift. We received that gift. You could not earn it. But there was something that was communicated to me throughout the years. Maybe some of it was my own perception, but I was under the impression that I was kind of put on parole. I mean, I got saved for free. The gift of salvation was free. But now I was on parole and uh, would you know, kind of be released on my own good behavior. Almost like this freedom thing was just something that took place gradually. I was even of the persuasion of, of things like I, I needed to confess all my sins to be forgiven. Well, that was a joyous time throughout the many years of my Christian life. You know, sometimes things would get so bad that you just felt like you needed to, quote unquote, rededicate yourself. And, and to me, that was like being born again all over again, right? Being saved all over again. I believe that you could lose your salvation. I mean, there were, even though I believed salvation was a gift, there was this whole other di dimension, this whole other dynamic where I felt that works was the key to maintaining that salvation so that it wouldn't wash away somehow. And of course, what that led to was many years from time to time where you didn't really know where you stood with God. If you felt like you were performing pretty good spiritually and you felt really confident, other times not so much. And so the point I, I guess I would want to make before I get this over to you, Joel, is that you and I haven't always believed in many of the things that we talk about. And so when I hear somebody kind of on the legalistic front try to challenge where we're coming from, I can relate to what they're saying and thinking because I used to be in that camp. But they can't relate to where we're at because they haven't crossed that grace bridge in the way that we have yet. They just they don't see the revelation of it. And, and so sometimes that can be just a little bit frustrating. But um, so that's that's just a little bit of the story of, of how it began to happen. And of course, once I came into this this knowledge of grace, everything changed. Everything mm -hmm. became new and exciting, and even just the basic subject of the love of God is something I could talk about for hours on end at that time, and I had to share this good news with anybody who would listen. I've shared the good news, the saving message of the gospel, for many years with people, but now it was from a whole different perspective, and I could probably keep on talking, but I, I better get you in here. Well, I don't know. We, you know, we can always take two podcasts on this if we needed to <laughs> it, it, we'll see we'll see it, we'll, where all this takes us but i can uh i can testify that you uh, that i was one of those people that you shared the the good news with yeah back in 1994 95 uh, my life had been where i had uh i had been raised and i didn't really realize this at the time but i had been raised in god's grace with parents who were forgiving and had a lot of grace and, and mercy for me because I did some really stupid stuff in my, especially my teenage years. But I was raised in that, but it was more the actions of my parents and, and not so much doctrine or words that I heard or understood. But then in 1992, the few years leading up to prior to 1992, I had this ideal of, of what, this Christian life what it was supposed to be like. And and I had to change my life in, if I wanted to have a relationship with God, but I couldn't do it. 
I just felt like I couldn't do it. And so I was always, it was always elusive. It was always somewhere out there. These other people who are living right, it's for them. I mean, that was kind of my idea of what it was supposed to be like. And then um, 1992, the beginning of that year, January 7th, to be specific, um, I had a really neat experience with the Lord and I just, everything changed in my life right there. And, and I felt like a lot of weight was lifted and um, I, a, a lot of sinful things seemed to just melt away and, and fall away. And you see, that really was the grace of God at work in me. However, I got in, involved with a, a legalistic church. And while I did learn some really neat things there, I also learned a performance-based Christian life mentality. And so even though all of these things had been so easy and so graceful, I began to learn that it was more of a work and performance-oriented thing. And so I got myself uh, into a pretty legalistic lifestyle, always expecting myself to perform well, but yet always feeling like I was falling short, and always expecting other people to perform well. That was one of the side effects of of what I was learning. I thought if I'm, I had high expectations of other people in the church, they should be living right. And so that was kind of how my life went for a few years. And then or at least for a couple or two or three years. And then that's when I got involved in Christian radio, an entire miracle right there, how the Lord led me into that. And we'll save that for another time. But that's where I met this guy named Mike Kapler, who, as he explained early on in this podcast, he had been going to this church where he had heard this grace message and it had revolutionized his life and he was sharing things with people. And, and like I said, I was one of those people. And when, you know, Cap would share nuggets with me as I was heading out the door or just while we're sitting there in the studio or whatever, and um, it was making a lot of sense to me. And then one day he said, God's not angry with us anymore. And that just melted me. And, and you see, I knew it. I knew that that was true, but yet the, all the teachings that I was under, all the, the ministry and everything was saying something different. <laughs> uh, but when Cap said that, it was just like it hit me. And then um, that was where my life really changed, and I really began to get—that's where my roots started to grow into this uh, wonderful grace and love of God. And I realized— it's not a performance-based life that I'm supposed to be living, but it's a God's love-based life. It's based on his love and grace. And because I had been in this legalistic church for a few years, I did struggle at first. Like, do I do I go all out in this or not? And And one day I just had this image of myself looking over this cliff, and over the cliff is, is this sea of grace. But do I look back and... and continue in the legalistic lifestyle that I've been in, you know, I just jump. And so in my mind, I just jumped into this vast sea of grace is what I called it. And God caught me and he, he assured me and, and told me, this is it. This is what you need, my grace, my love, and not a performance-based Christian life. So it's been interesting how our, you know, how our lives kind of intersected and, you know, Cap and, and me, and we eventually came to do this podcast, and we've been able to encourage each other in the grace of God over the years, and um, which just a few minutes, about a minute left or so, Cap, I don't know if you want to wrap things up. I think uh, it turns out, looking back, Joel, that the, the whole radio intersect that you and I had was just a springboard into something that was potentially even bigger, where we can reach out to 
thousands and thousands and more people with this podcast and not just play music on the radio, which was a ministry in itself, by the way, but we're able to say some things that you just don't hear throughout many ministries, uh, either because they just don't know it, they haven't become familiar with it, they haven't received the revelation of it. And for those who have, uh, who are in full-time ministry, some of them are afraid to talk about it, frankly, it might be because they're afraid of, of losing their support financially. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that issue here, so we're able to dig into some of these things and communicate what we believe can be applied to our lives today under the new covenant. Um, yeah, so much to talk about, but we just wanted to do a little reminiscing here on our 600th podcast just to kind of give you a little background on us, as brief as it was, and where we came from just a little bit, because we weren't necessarily born into this mindset of grace, but it's something we continue to grow in, and we appreciate you coming along on the journey here at growingingrace.org. All right. Well, that wraps up podcast number 600. Now on to the next 600, (laughs) or however far the Lord decides to take us on this journey. Well, next week, we're not necessarily going to be back to normal, regular, scheduled programming because my co-host, Mike Kaffler, you just heard him get done talking there. He's written a book. It's called Clash of the Covenants, Escaping Religious Bondage through the Grace Guarantee. Awesome new book available on Kindle, on Amazon. We're going to be talking about that next week, how the book came about and what it's all about. So stay tuned for that next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.